Welcome to the Industrial Hemp Growers Digest podcast with our webinar Wednesday that we are kicking off today. I'm so glad to have uh, my, my friend Mandy Carr on with us here. She is the Executive Director, Grand Poobah and uh, Queen Bee, uh, all rolled up in once with the Global Hemp Association. And you're doing awesome, great things. I'm so glad to know that as we are launching this, as not a pre-recorded, past-recorded from our webinar Wednesday, but now is our first episode under our new podcast. Welcome, and we're glad you're here. Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to be here, and you know I can talk about this stuff all the time, and do. <laughs> uh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. And just for our, our listeners and or viewers, depending on where you're, you're checking this out, uh, I like to call Mandy the James Brown of the hemp industry. She's the hardest working woman in show business. She is everywhere all the time and is continually connecting people up and and doing a really really great job some of which i'm glad to testify about here in just a little bit as well about what all what all she's got going on so mandy why don't you if you will start off with some great uh mandy background as much as you care to tell and then let's talk a little bit more about the gha sure well Thank you again, like I said, for having me. I'm really excited to be on here and I'm excited for to be able to work with you. Like I said, we've got some big projects in our pipeline as well. So collaboration is really where my passion's at. Um, I grew up in Wyoming and ironically enough, I am not uh, in agriculture. I was not born or raised on a farm. <laughs> I have all of my teeth and I can read, but I um, that's not it <laughs> from Wyoming. So I, but I, I, I got into the hemp industry a few years back. Um, I was newly divorced and really didn't know what I was going to do. And kind of, um, yeah, I stumbled into it. I was doing events, um, trying to figure out what I was going to do, how I was going to get there, and um, took all kinds of personality tests and figure out that I'm really good in the hospitality space and connecting people. And I'm passionate about the positivity and the relationships and making people feel good. And so naturally, I realized that the events or connectivity is where I thrive. And so um, when I got into this space, that was just kind of where I fit out of realizing the necessity for a place to connect and a place for all of these different pieces and organizations to come together. And so, yeah, a little bit about me. <laughs> well, terrific. Well, fortunately for us, you decided that uh, Amway and Tupperware were not two things that you wanted to do. And so you put... Uh, your energies in those other kind of things of uh, multi-level marketing uh, was not uh, uh, where you were headed. And so just that idea, though, I, I love that whole concept, right? Because there's so many of us that are not um, in farming or have not necessarily been following hemp for, you know, years upon years and have so thrilled when the 2018 Farm Bill came around. Some of us didn't even know about him even thinking, me included, until the 2018 Farm Bill came around. And so yeah. it, 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 um, I think it's awesome because the, the plant really offers so many different type of opportunities on so many different levels because it will do so many things, right? right. And so pulling out, keeping all those bullfrogs in the wheelbarrow like that is a big job. And it's a, a lot of things for folks to do. And uh, um, we're tickled to death that you even care about it enough to put your talents and energies towards all that. So thank you uh, for that, if nothing I, else. I don't know how, once I learned, I, I felt obligated. 
right? And every time I, I hear people in our calls or anytime I'm talking to somebody and you hear somebody say, well, why wouldn't you, you know, or, or why hemp? What's great about it? And everybody in the industry says, well, why wouldn't you? And that's exactly how it happened for me. As soon as I realized or kind of started to learn a little bit, it just was this endless snowball. And it still is every day. It's something innovative and a new product that somebody's making with a better carbon footprint and a better life cycle and more sustainable. And so, yeah, it's become the forefront of a lot of conversations. Absolutely. Well, that's that then you, you just were able to answer my one big first question with what was your hemp aha moment? And so did it, did it come over a period of time that you just kind of picked up a little bit here and picked up a little bit there and then heard something and then started to dig? Or were you just as you were looking around, as you were saying, in kind of this next phase of your life of where you were going to put your connector talents together and, and hemp ended up being it? Um, I actually had an aha moment. And I used to call this aha moments. I was going to brand my organization as Association of Hemp Associations with aha as our aha moments, right? Okay. And so this has been a, a, a question I ask all the time. And for me, um, it was probably the second cannabis event I was working. I was there generating leads for a merchant processing company, helping okay. make connections. And um, I was taken back when I was made aware of the footprint for plastics and the time frame at which it became available and really... Uh, ramped up in manufacturing and how it aligned with the elimination of hemp. And so it was like this aha moment that we've had this solution the whole time and nobody's put a voice behind it. And here we now have legal hemp and the majority of the, of the associations were still focusing on, on CBD or the cannabinoid side. And so I really approached this from a different angle with that purpose because I was mad it made me mad that this whole time we've had it. And then you say, well, like, was that my one time? No, I, every day it's just more and more and more as to how it's connected. And from farm to outer space, some hemp touches, hemp touches everything. And so for me, that was a, yeah, every day it's like, what was your aha moment? What was yours today? <laughs> Why today? <laughs> My aha never stops. It's, it's, yeah. the, it's, the, it's the gift that keeps on giving, right? I mean, it's uh, uh, your, your aha moment keeps happening. That's terrific. So tell me, tell us more about the Global Hemp Association and uh, well, what you do and how you do what you do and what's your structure and what's it all about? Okay, well, we're a nonprofit, a 501c6. We um, are an association geared towards connecting members to the supply chain. And I really approached this association um, member focused. There were a lot of other people focusing on lobbying or farming specific or state specific. And I really realized that each of these organizations and individuals needed a place to come together and find either where they fit in the supply chain or who their next step was, right? And over and over again, I kept seeing extraction facilities being built, making the exact same mistakes because they just didn't know about each other. And so I worked really hard to create an open source platform for people to build relationships and connect. And then when COVID happened, we switched to all online and started creating content where um, providing people an opportunity to talk about what they're doing and highlight those that are doing it right within the industry. And I think that bred a lot of conversation and a lot of opportunity that then eliminates 
you know, these bad actors, because now we've got a place for people to check in and kind of find out who's doing what. Exactly. And, you know, that's one of the things that we tried to learn. The, the, the more we got involved in this industry is we really had to find some people we could bond with pretty quickly and somebody that we had to get our trust factor going up, you know, sooner than later. And just to say, look, tell me what you know about this gal. Or what do you know about this guy and what they're doing? And one of the things I found, and I think you probably found this too, there can be people <clears throat> that you like <clears throat> excuse me, that you like and you say, oh yeah, I've had a great relationship with her, but that doesn't necessarily mean that she's got a relationship with your next friend that you're talking to. Right. And and so understanding that from just a, look, the fact that you do don't, you know, jihad doesn't mean that the rest of us can't or that we can individually, even though the two of you may, you know, have a little water that needs to go under the bridge one way or the other. Because in a new industry like this with so much potential, particularly how much money was being made just from the CBD side for those three or four years, right, during that window there. Um, uh, it just seems to me there needs to be a little bit more forgive and forget and just say, yeah, I was trying. I was trying to make something come together. This is what I did. I was feeling my way around like you were feeling your way around. And, you know, can we bury that hatchet and move on? And so I'm I, I say that in a very general way that I think you probably come across those things within your organization. But as far as that organization is concerned, you're letting them figure that stuff. That's not your baby, right? Right. I want to, we're a platform that allows you to build those relationships and connect, but I do not own or take a piece of any of those deals. Right. And so I refer business strictly on, is it good business? How involved are you? What projects are they? Is you know, is it is it a good connection? But not out of intent to build one thing or the other. And so I tell people all the time that I'll make the referral, but if it doesn't work out, that's totally fine. Give me feedback. And if it's not a referral that works, let me know what does or what's different, because then that gives our team an opportunity to go out and network and build relationships and kind of direct, yeah, help strategize and help bring bring prospects. Absolutely. And let me just say very proudly and very quickly so that anybody who wants to know can know, um, we are, are glad to be members of, of the GHA. And not only that, but uh, you also have been kind enough to allow us to be on your advisory board. And I have seen firsthand uh, from just from our membership within, you know, 48 hours of the time that we joined up, that, that I had solid leads in my hand. I had connections with people we would have never had connections with. We've got a whole insurance platform that we're gonna be rolling out. And that happened because of me meeting up with uh, with Gary Rimley and, and him being a part of all of that. So, uh, and then other people that are in, involved, not only from, the, from that um, uh, advisory board, but just other people who are, who are networking through it. So, you know, I'm like the hair club for men. I'm not only the president, I'm, I'm somebody that's using the product too, right? So it's, uh, and I'm not the president and I need hair club. But I mean, other than that, that's not, that's neither here nor there. So it really works and it, and it works and it, it's the kind of thing, it is just that adage of, you know, friends buy from friends and it ain't what you know. And you can use that same platform a myriad of different places this happens to be a great place to do it for him. And I think the fact that you let, you know, 
the U.S. Hemp Roundtable do the lobbying piece, and you let regional folks like Jamie Petty do what she's doing in, in the, you know, in the Midwest, and you let um, other people in other states and, you know, let them do their thing. You let us be a co-op, you know. How can we all kind of work together and find that that common um, path is really cool. So the industry is um, huge. I mean, there's it's massive, right? And there's it's uh, it's unlike anything else. You know, it's an it's a product that will touch every every industry or every vertical of the industry, whether it's tech or construction or uh, health and wellness, medical fields, right? It's biofuels, construction, uh, yeah, every single piece. So. To think that one organization can launch an industry in the time frame we need it to be launched, that would be crazy. And so this is a, this really is this is a platform where each of those people can come together and lean into the network. I think we have two thousand something people that have joined our meetings in the last couple of months. We're, yeah, we're getting there. Well, let's talk about those meetings. It's a great segue. So talk about those meetings and and uh, uh, you have so many things that are on your schedule, and uh, they're now all on my schedule as much as we can participate and be a part of all of them. So walk us through kind of what you would call your your prime core content um, uh, that, that is being offered by the GHA every month and then, you know, every other month and yep. all such as that. So we focus mostly on the industrial hemp sector, right? Very little, I shouldn't say very little, but We've really put a voice behind the manufacturing and connect, connecting the end product to the farm um, and every piece in between. And so we host a myriad of different events with different uh, topics from biofuels, construction, building materials, textiles. We do an education series. Um, let's see. Carbon products. Yeah, carbon. We've got a big carbon group that talks. Um, farming and agriculture, processing, um, and each focus, we bring different ta- uh, speakers that are experts in anything from agronomy, say farming, maybe agronomy or seeds or the processing itself, harvesting, redding, um, and then somebody to speak about it or multiple multiple different people. And then we open it up to the attendees, both our members, some are public events, and then we give an opportunity to ask questions and really dive into what are people doing and how are they doing it? I think the biggest impact comes on the B2B level when we can bring prospects up on stage and give us an opportunity to get to know who they are. How do we connect their dots? What do they need to hear from us within the industry? And then on the other side, on the agriculture side, what do our farmers need from the business side and the business aspect to really launch this industry? Because you get a lot of people on the entrepreneur side, well, we'll put money in and then we're just going to launch this industry. But still has to grow. We've got to develop genetics and so forth, like you know. And so it's been an awesome opportunity to bridge those gaps. And then they're all recorded and published on multiple different multiple different social platforms, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and then also on um, a bunch of different podcast channels. So, yeah. That's terrific. But you do have, you have places where um, uh, you have some spots, though, where you are, it's just kind of pure old, just networking one-on-one, kind of like a Chambers After Hour business yeah. card exchange thing, right? And that's yeah. been really cool. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed that. In addition, the people that, that are that are subject-focused, you know, like if I just, if I wake up in a textile sort of mind, I know where I can go and, and talk to people uh, in, in that particular part of that industry. But then sometimes it's just, hey, 
what are you doing in the industry? Who are you? What are you? How? Uh, tell us who you are. Talk about yourself. And uh, that's been real helpful. I feel like that's been the, the most, uh, I get the biggest rave or rants raves about it, the most feedback about it. Um, because I think that it's amazing to me who comes on. You know, there's, we'll get people, leaders of large organizations that have been with the organization for a long time that we would have never known if they were a guest as a, at a big speaking event. And it gives them an opportunity to have a voice in a smaller group and multiple connections, like you said, have been, have evolved from it. And even more so hearing what other people need and what they're doing generates this, you know, this mindset of reciprocity and they're, you know, passing leads back and forth. And I think that so that's definitely paying off as well. I can promise you it is. Let me be proof positive that it has and, and be able to add into the amen course on that as, as we're going forward. So maybe that's great. I really appreciate you taking time to visit with us today and to, to tell us more about, about global. So if somebody wants to join GHA, give us the super cool website so everybody can jump on in and pay their membership dues and join up. Okay, there's two different ways to log in and join globalhealthassociation.org. You can pay for your membership and log into the platform from our main website, as well as our um, platform, our community platform, hemphallway.com. So we've just launched a software platform that allows you to log in and connect, search different content, look through news. We have thousands of articles posted, different partnerships with different people within the industry, and really have that go-to place um, for technology. So hemphallway.com and globalhealthassociation.org. And then we've got also Nick, tons of projects and initiatives that we're launching to get involved in. So not only on the connectivity side, but also really on you know, what is it you're doing and what fuels your fire if it's, like I said, biofuels or a... Um, events, you know, if you're on the events side, if you're in the manufacturing side, uh, carbon, and so different projects are actually rolling out. So I'm excited. As you should be. Um, uh, and it's good to see that that um, when you put your shoulder to the wheel and, and things start to move, it, it's good to see all those things come together. So, uh, Mandy, I can't thank you enough for spending time with us today and letting all of our folks know more about the Global Health Association. Uh, uh, not only glad to have you, but glad to have offer our full attaboy, girl, go get them endorsement on, on, on what it is, too. So we're, we're pleased about that. So next week uh, for our next um, webinar Wednesday, sponsored here by the Industrial Hemp Growers Digest, we will have a team of smart folks from Auburn University that are a part of um the state of Alabama's uh, um, Hemp Coordinating Council. And we're gonna talk about some good farming and talk about some growing and some things that they have learned, including some people with the Alabama Extension Service that are actually on the ground in the field with growers and, and some great information that they're finding, particularly for those of us that are in uh, the Deep South to learn more about uh, what hemp will do and how it will grow and, and you, have an opportunity to participate. So if you go back to our website at nationalhempcoop.us, you can sign up and be a part of the podcast and, and be able to ask questions live to our guests that will end up uh, uh, hopefully for other people that could benefit from, from your questions as well. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, we hope to see you soon. Thanks, Mandy. Thank you. This podcast produced and distributed by MWB Studios.